If boys don't learn, men won't know. Douglas Wilson. Let us first differentiate between a male and masculinity. It is widely accepted that you are a man if you have male reproductive organs. Manhood, on the other hand, is not a physical quality, but a state that is achieved. And it is this, manhood, that is hanging on by a thread. If a ruling elite wanted to maintain a system of control, they would target the alpha male in a society. Those who are free-thinking, virtuous, physically strong and warrior-like. This is the physical and spiritual protection against evil. We are now living in a time of covert mind control with one of the subtlest agendas being the war on the alpha male. But how have we got to this point? I'll try to bring clarity to the topic in this video. Number one, beta male role models. It is well known that humans mimic as their primary form of learned behavior. There is a fairly new discovery within neuroscience called mirror neurons, which wire the brain to mimic the activities it views through the eyes. The brain is formatted to take on the behavior of what it sees. In essence, if we have no filters, what we see repeatedly in front of us is what we will repeat. If males, particularly young developing males, are repeatedly seeing highly feminized male role models, it is inevitable that as their psyche develops, they'll be confused around what it means to be a man and have an inverted sense of masculinity. It has led to highly feminized males being seen as progressive and the strong alpha male labeled as toxic. Our media is now littered with this confusion tactic. And one must ask the question, is this purposeful? Dave Chappelle, the American comedian, shares how Hollywood pushed strong men into acting like women. I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist to a degree. Like, when I, I connect dots that maybe shouldn't be connected, I don't know. But certain dots, like when I see that they put every black man in the movies in a dress at some point in their career, I'll be connecting them down. Like, why all these brothers got to wear a dress? That's happened to me. I'm doing a movie with Martin. Yeah. The movie's going good. So I walk in a trailer, I'm like, man, this must be the wrong trailer because there's a dress in here. <laughs> they come in, it's the writer comes in, I think he's the writer, he's like, Dave, listen, we got this hilarious scene where Martin's sneaking out of jail, so he disguises you as a prostitute. <laughs> and he put this dress on, and it, huh, what, a prostitute? No, nah, I'm not doing that, I don't feel comfortable with that. This isn't a new phenomenon, and it will continue until enough people reject the narrative. Number two, feminism. In the present crisis of masculinity, we do not need, as some feminists are saying, less masculine power. We need more. But we need more of the mature masculine. We need more man psychology. We need to develop a sense of calmness about masculine power so we don't have to act out dominating disempowering behaviour towards others. Robert Moore and Douglas Gillette The early 20th century in the 1960s and 70s in particular had big waves of feminism. Were they manufactured cultural movements? Most probably. Feminism was not created to empower women, it was created to destabilise the family unit. Early in the 20th century, women began entering the workforce en masse. The First World War, an event which wiped out a generation of strong men, needed women to fill the roles left behind, 
the same with World War II. Since the 60s and with the advancement of technology and propaganda, feminism has been at the forefront of the equality movement. The question is whether the movement is authentic or whether there is an agenda behind it. As with many cultural movements, the average person thinks they are acting out of virtuousness, when in reality they have been hoodwinked. Men have been the providers of the family since the dawn of time. Modern day men are no longer needed to provide and they have lost that natural sense of identity in the family structure. It is no coincidence that divorce and out of wedlock birth rates have never been higher. It's in direct correlation with this breakdown in the family unit, much of which is impacted by man's loss of identity. Number three, the lack of initiation. The Parsifal myth and the healing of the Fisher King is a brilliant representation of masculine psychology. We see the story of a young man who leaves his mother and child at home in order to go into the world and become a knight. Parsifal went through many trials and tribulations on his journey. A notable part of the story is Parsifal refusing to take off his mother's homespun garment, a parting gift for him to remember her by. He would conquer other knights and defend castles, but he would never take off the homespun garment. After 20 to 30 years of seeking wholeness, Parsifal eventually entered the Grail Castle for a second time, and in the words of James Wiley, untangled himself from the collective mother-adolescent complex and emerged as a man capable of potentiating his own individual destiny. It was at this point that he took off his mother's homespun garment symbolising an initiation from boyhood to manhood. In Western culture, men no longer have initiation rites. For thousands of years in cultures across the world, there have been rituals to initiate boys into men. A deep psychological, spiritual event, very important to the development of the masculine psyche. Unfortunately, this type of initiation is not promoted in the West, and most men are still psychologically infantile holding on to the metaphoric womb of the mother. Cross-culturally, the rites of initiation was to separate the boy from his mother. Because of the dependency on the mother in the boy's upbringing, the men of a tribe would have a rites of passage as a symbolic exiting of boyhood. It may involve something along the lines of being buried in a cave or plunged into darkness to symbolise the death of childhood and its irresponsibility. There would be a ceremony of rebirth, which could include being surrounded by the tribe, learning the wisdom of the elders, before being left to fend for themselves in the wild. This proving he was no longer dependent on the mother and was responsible for his own life. The ancients knew the importance of these initiations, but in the West we have lost all recognition for such rites of passage. We have no equivalence unless the father is an independent and individuated man. As said by Robert Bly, male initiation does not move towards masochism. On the contrary, it moves towards achieving a cultivated heart before we die. The systematic dumbing down and demoralisation of Western society has led us to a psychologically regressive man. Generations of strong men have been lost and the sacred spirit of masculinity has been hidden. But it now seems that the alpha males have heard the call and there are many across the world stepping into that void, guiding the way for others. After all, when the lions are eliminated, who will be left to keep the wolves out of the hen house?